This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the international Taz and Paula show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions, and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Taz and Paula. Good morning, everyone. Our guest, Michelle Purcell, is known as a visionary leader and indeed a master. Not only that, but she's a mom too, a wife, a friend, a lover, an entrepreneur, an author, and a speaker. Yes, she juggles all these roles, just like every one of us. Plus, this author has blessed us all with her book that's helping millions lead a fuller, more richer life. We'll share more about her book in just a moment. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. And beside all of the above Paula just relayed, Michelle Bursell has received media attention in Woman's World magazine, Parents magazine, Fox Television, and she is featured in the upcoming film documentary, The Secret to Luck. She's also received national recognition as one of the 50 great authors you should be reading for her first book, Emotional Abundance, Become Empowered. And now her latest book that will empower many is called FEEL which is an acronym for Feel Every Emotion as Love, Turning Your Negative Feelings into Your Greatest Allies. And not only that, but her book Feel is going to be featured, a featured gift of the 2012 Emmy Award gift bags. I bet her tummy must be doing flips on this one. Um, As only four books are allowed to make it into this event, so people must be really ready to embrace a new emotional well-being, Paula, don't you think? (laughs) Yes. Wow. Well, Michelle, it's so exciting to view what your brand-new book, Feel, that's F-E-E-L, has provided for us. You've literally broken a code that can support us in our weakest moments in life. This code that you have broken simply allows us to become more cognizant of our emotions and where they are leading us from moment to moment. Michelle, thank you for being with us. It's it's exciting. I know we're going to have a beautiful hour. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Paula. Thank you, Taz. I'm so excited to be with you and that that we have found each other and we get to share this time together and with your community. Well, you certainly have a community of your own. I've looked at your website, your blog. I mean, you're helping people all over the world. Oh, thank you. Yes, and they are going to, they're so excited to hear about uh, your us being together and and having this time together and uh, I I can't wait to see what becomes revealed uh, through this hour and um and really support people with their emotional well-being in a in a new light and a new perspective. Well, Michelle, I really wondered, you know, how did this all break loose for you? I mean, you know, this is such a gift and um an incredible I mean, I ended up just taking your checklist 
on your book, and I'm going, ah, this is so wonderful. We have to share this, you know. And I kind of look back in your background, and I'm going, you know, what led you to this direction to develop this book feel, you know? So if you can kind of give us a, um, a, a roundup on this one. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's a good story because, um, you know, to lead ourselves, to open ourselves uh, to new pathways, it, it usually begins with a breakdown, and that's exactly where I was. I um, I was already a, a psychotherapist, already a life coach, and, you know, for the most part, I felt like life was really good. I have a great husband, had great kids, lived in a nice neighborhood, and so... It was all of those great things going on that made me think, you know, why am I still having negative feelings pop up? And I could tell they were getting in the way of my potential. You know, it's like, why why was I feeling jealousy? Why would I feel guilt? Why would I get sad or frustrated? And, um, you know... And this is after doing a lot and a lot of internal work, um, you know, just becoming a psychotherapist. I, you know, did my own therapy, went through the hard stuff, so I felt comfortable in my skin. But yet, why were these feelings showing up? And so I just basically had this talk with myself one day in my office and said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I feel like a fraud. I'm a fraud. Because if I don't understand the purpose to our negative feelings, I have no business supporting people with their emotions. If I can't get this for myself, I'm not, I'm not going to try to do this anymore with people. Because I knew that what, where I wanted to go and where most people wanted to go was to really feel that they were accessing their potential, that they were expressing their highest version of self. And so I just... You know, I I had that big, ugly breakdown, cry, you know, snot going down my face and mascara. I mean, it was not pretty. Swearing, you name it, it was not good. And um, and that is when um, I threw in the towel and I said, okay, now what? And the only thing I knew to do in that moment was meditate. And by then I... I had a, a fairly good meditation practice, you know, probably, I don't know, five or seven years where I meditate every day. So I, I sat down to meditate with the, the intention, like, this is done, and, you know, show me another way. Um, show me another career or something. And I uh, I was told, you need to get on your computer and write. You know, those inner voice, those little messages, those whispers you hear when you meditate. And, uh, of course, <laughs> this made no sense to me. And so I just blew it off and made dinner and went went about my day. Well, lo and behold, I get woken up at 4.30 in the morning the next day. Same voice. You need to get up and write. And my rational mind said back, are you kidding me? Because um, at the time, my I have a, a daughter and twin sons. They are they were really little. My daughter Ooh. was two. Yeah, my daughter was two. My twins weren't even one, and I just got them oh, wow. sleeping through the night. Oh yeah, I was like, no wonder you I, had a breakdown. I, <laughs> yeah, right. Just all exhausted. I wanted to do was sleep. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, and so uh, you know, I fought with my rational mind, fought with my inner voice, that inner wisdom. Finally, I got on my computer. And that's when this whole uh, perception shift began. And um, so my first book is is, our, is a collection of basically that. It was a nine-month period where I was woken up for, at 4.30 in the morning, straight, every day, get up and write. I would have no idea what I was supposed to write about. And I, I, would, I never even intended to be an author. It was not in my mindset at all. Um, it took me about five months into it to recognize I was writing a book. And so then that's when I, the perception began to change. And the book is really about me beginning to implement um, and understand how our negative feelings actually serve us. And then it took me, you know, a few years and to really um, 
make this into a step-by-step process, something that I could teach to my clients, something that I could teach to my community um, online and, and to people all over. And um, and so, again, <laughs> I didn't want to write a book. I didn't want to write the second book, but I kept um, – I had to use the process that I um, – that I share and utilize my negative feelings and they were guiding me to write the second book. Um, and, uh, and so that's where uh, the rest of the information came through as to really understanding that each of our feelings right now are, um, are here to serve and support us. And it's just a matter of retraining ourselves to and from from listening to them from our ego and fear to now listening to them from empowerment and love. What an empowering re- rebirth, nine month rebirth. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, when you read back what you wrote, did it feel like somebody else wrote it? Absolutely. I, I mean, I remember uh, one time in particular, I woke up and I was feeling anxious, and I was guided to write about peace and I kind of laughed I was like are you kidding me I'm like the most anxious I've ever been and um, lo and behold by the end of the you know I'd usually write for like an hour hour and a half in the morning and uh, at the end of it I was completely at peace and I was like I I knew then like this was not anything that I uh, was creating this was just coming through me and um and and I allowed it. I'm a pretty good order taker so I I I was listening pretty well. Well, <laughs> right, right now, I mean, it's like, right now in this time where everyone oh, I would not say everyone, but a lot of people are running on their emotions. So the timing for this book is so perfect. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I agree and I think that's why there was that um push um from my essence and that's what I really teach um in, in feel every emotion is love and about turning your negative feelings into your greatest allies. It's it's from my own um experiences and then of course of of so many that I've worked with, but um it, it again, it wasn't what I wanted to do, <laughs> you know. But there's a, and that's what's so exciting, I think, because there's a bigger I and all of us that's guiding us down a a path that serves at such a higher level that we're not even aware of. And sometimes those messages have to come through our negative feelings because. Our negative feelings are the indicator to tell us when we're operating from ego, to tell us when we're operating from our small self. Because otherwise, how do you know? And that's been the big awakening. It's like we can feel comfortable in our own skin, but to really get to that point where you feel like you are utilizing more and more of your potential, which I believe our highest selves always uh want to to express ourselves in that way. We're always looking for ways to expand ourselves, and I think that's part of the challenge and fulfillment we get to experience as human beings. Um, And our negative feelings are going to show us from an empowered stance um, how to get back on track and really how to access parts of our potential that our rational mind can't even wrap its mind, uh, wrap its wrap itself around and um and to me that's that's when life gets exciting when you can use these uh negative emotions to uh be on your side um that's life becomes more of an adventure <laughs> that's for sure now i i heard you say uh when you first started talking that you would push them away because you didn't think that was right and i see myself doing that all the time i have these thoughts and i'm thinking those aren't good thoughts. I have to get rid of them, so I just hide them or I put them up. <laughs> yeah. So, so is that's, that? Do they start to pile up after a while? Oh yeah, they pile up. And you know the reason. And and like you said, I was doing that. You know, I, I did all sorts of things, and so do most people. We want to ignore them. We feel like they don't serve us, and so it's like, why should I pay attention to these? Well, here's 
here's the difference. Um, and when we shift um, out of what I call the emotional stone age, where we're at now with our understanding, which is um, that these emotions are like stones in our path that we want to get away from or we want to get them off of our path or we want to try to figure out how to negotiate around them, um, we're doing that because we don't understand the feeling's purpose. And all that we are hearing when we experience a negative feeling is the um, negative messages attached to it, you know, the negative messages that are coming from our ego, that are coming from fear. And I think what is so interesting and, and what it is such a part of um, of this transition that I believe our world is in that is, like you're saying, stirring up a lot of feelings, is that we are being called to really look at our belief systems and and where they stem from and if they continue to make sense. And I take this, um, you know, a lot from Greg Braden's work. And he... he one of his, uh, and I know you've had him on your show, and uh, I just think he's awesome. And, and, and his latest book, Deep Truth, he he speaks to this that we have to take a hard look at core assumptions underlying our relationships to ourselves and to the world, and ask ourselves why it is that we believe as we do. And ultimately, that's the information that came through: is that our understanding right now. Uh, regarding our negative feelings is based upon created from our ego our 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 small self um and fear and so what if we were to understand our all of our emotional well-being from love from empowerment and um and when you do that you're able to recognize that sure the ego message is always going to be there and what I love about the feel process is that there's not one part of your emotional well-being that we try to resist. I, you understand from love that your ego is here to protect you. And it's up to us to say, oh, my goodness, thank you for wanting to protect me, for wanting to keep me small where I feel safe. But I don't need that protection anymore. So it's up for each of us to say, thanks, I understand your purpose, ego, but I don't need that layer of protection anymore. You know, and if we can all look at the the ego kind of like when we were younger, we really needed it. And um, because when we're young, we're in environments where um, we don't have a lot of say about what happens and regarding our circumstances or our environment. And so um, the ego is there to protect us in those situations where you can still feel safe, where you don't become hopeless because of your situation. And what happens is we get used to the ego protecting us, and so it's our part of our emotional growth to say, "Uh, thanks, you did a great job, but I don't need you here anymore. And so... um, it's like uh, the, a kid who wants the car keys right away. Like sometimes, you know, we think, oh, I I would love to have my life and have this vision fulfilled and this vision fulfilled. And with that, however, comes challenges that your ego wants to make sure you're ready for. Um, and so uh, instead of just giving the kid the car keys and saying, oh, okay, you're ready to drive at age 10 just because you want to, just because it seems like it's great, you know, we as parents are protecting our kids to make sure, oh, are you emotionally responsible? Are you physically ready? Um, the ego does the same thing. And uh, the more, and so with feel, we are just looking. We want to bring forward and and put in black and white and write it down what exactly the ego is telling us. We don't try to resist it because what we resist persists. We look at it and we make it very conscious so that you get very clear in your mind what the ego is telling you. And what you're going to find is is that it's going to be the same old stories. They're going to get boring. You're going to see how they are taking you away from your desires. And the empowered version of that feeling is just going to feel right. It's not going to be um, a positive slant 
to your feeling. It's not like, oh, you feel angry? No, you should feel compassion instead. No, no, no. It's not a positive slant. It is about giving you information to guide you so that you can take that next step forward. So each feeling has specific and unique guidance trying to help you access your highest version of you. And I, I love can, your example. I was going to say, I love your example, emotional stone age. I think of this stone that's hard, and uh, it's like your opinion, the emotional stone. <laughs> and it's like all embraced, and it's hard, and it's hard to get through. So uh, that's an ex- a wonderful um, expression that you have. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, and, and it, yes, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and it kind of... Uh, gives the you know imprint in the brain oh yeah i do i feel like really stiff to my opinions and etc like, you know how do i how do i go in through that stone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty yeah. interesting and how you've busted this code i just love this you know when as you're talking um it i what i see also is it helps me or helps other people see why uh, other people come across to you negatively. It's their ego speaking. So if if you're understanding it from an internal sense, it can also help you understand other people as well. I mean, oh, it's, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's a great... Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, my mother's in a nursing home now, and I I understand her now more than I did all the time I was growing up as an adult because I can see where all of her negative feelings about herself was coming across to me as harsh. But it, it was actually, I'm standing back feeling sorry for her, not being able to um, correct these emotions. Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it, when you understand um, your negative feelings from love. It obvious. It, it, it's it's so wonderful how it um, opens uh, yourself and others to understand themselves, and you understand others uh, from love and compassion. It just it's so expansive and. You know, that's, of course, what love is for us. It really makes us expand, and I think that's what's so great about um, learning uh, the feel process where you feel from love is that it is, it's about expansion. It's about shifting from contraction to um, being able to expand within ourselves and shift from judging and shaming ourselves when we um, experience negative feelings to... Um, greater understanding of ourselves. Can we work through an example? Um, um, I'll give you an example. Sometimes happens to me, and I'm sure I've talked to other people, it happens to them. You may be like in a group of of people, and they're all friendly, and we're having a, a discussion, and then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I'm not going to say what I really want to say because nobody wants to listen to what I have to say or what I have to say is not that important. Um, How would you talk yourself through that? Yes. Well, what I would ask uh, ask you to do is tune into what feelings are coming up when you when you feel that way, are you feeling intimidated? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling, you know, what feelings are coming up when you see yourself kind of shrinking in that conversation? And then that's what you look at. And then that's what we look at. So let's, and and I've uh, worked with people with this as well. You know, it could be anxiety. It could be um uh, and a lot of times it's a sense of sadness, and so um, that that they are putting them th- themselves down and not um, honoring who they are. And so, uh, so if it's sadness or if it's a sense of in- intimidation, um, what's really going on? And what? Well, let's just stick with sadness. Sadness is always an indicator that um, we are buying into 
false beliefs about ourselves. So when you feel sad, that's you get you notice that you kind of get slowed down. You um, you don't have that revved up energy that you usually do, or the same amount of energy that you usually do about about that you give to your day, and so that slowed down energy is to help you get clear about what it is you really want, what it is you really need, so that you are attending to those areas of your life. So in a, in a moment like that where you you see yourself shrinking, it would be that um, that conscious understanding of, okay, here's my ego. My ego right now is telling me the false belief of I don't matter, what I have to say is not important. And how many times have I listened to that in my life? And so my sadness is trying to come through to say that it's time for me to claim the true version of myself, which is that, you know, I do have gifts to share in the world. What I say does matter just because I'm I'm a human and part of this connection and 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 this experience of sharing and that's how we create intimacy so it's it's always about recognizing what are the false beliefs that are coming through with the with the experience as well as what are the um empowering beliefs and the more you can pinpoint exactly how you feel the more it's going to give you the exact thing that you need to do that's why in every situation um, you know, for different people, it can mean different things. So um, the more you can pinpoint what it means for you on a personal level, the more you're going to be able to access that exact empowered message. Does that make sense? Yes. The reason why I brought this up was because I was in a group the other day, and this, after the group this lady shared with me that she doesn't feel like what she has to say is important and uh, she doesn't speak up all the time. And I thought, gee whiz, I feel that way sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I mean, everybody it, does, yes. And it stops it stops the juice or the flow. Or it, it just stops what should be coming out. Absolutely. And so, and it's a good thing then if you recognize that and then recognize the feeling along with it because the feeling, um, emotions have a lot of energy, and emotions are the fuel to our intentions, to our to our um, visions of who we want ourselves to be, who we want to be out in the world, how we see ourselves serving in the world. And so when you can shift that emotion from that disempowered view to the empowered view, you're going to... S- you're going to feel your energy shift in that moment. You're going to, it's going to like automatically turn and you're going to claim it. And it's, it's going, you're, it's like juices. Like you said, you're cut off from the juices. You reconnect to the juices, but they're almost even more powerful coming through because your essence, your authentic self is celebrating that you, you got the message that your negative feeling was trying to um, signal to you and you instead chose your truth rather than the small self. Very good. Yeah. Um, I, you know what, and I just have to say here, you know, it's really exciting for me to see that, that I was going to say this is cross-cultural and men love it too. I, I You know, it's really so empowering to know that everyone that picks up this information is is getting it, <laughs> you know. I, it's pretty exciting. I I would love for you to share how people get to that checklist. Is there a way for them to, um, you know, get to your maybe to your website and then go to that checklist, and so they can get an idea, then they could go ahead and order the book and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. So right now I have uh, on my website my free field training kit. And this is really for people where this is resonating, where they see um, that their negative feelings sometimes get in their way. Um, 
to give you like an intro course into how you can begin to feel every emotion as love. And um, with this, it's just right on my website, michellebursell.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. B is in boy, E-R-S-E-L-L.com. And um, you sign up for that. It includes a couple of videos. It includes a couple of worksheets that you're uh, mentioning, Taz, and, um, and, and that one that I think is um, helpful right in the beginning is helping you understand where your thoughts may be still caught in the emotional stone age and how you can um, begin to make that shift towards uh, love instead and um, and really emotional consciousness um, where it really helps you to recognize and pinpoint, oh, these are the areas where I'm still believing in myths or old beliefs that, that don't serve me and don't serve my emotional well-being. Well, you know, we're always, everybody right now is just on the edge of their seat. They have so much on their plate. And to stop and um, take a moment, it's hard to do that. But I'm telling you, if you go into Michelle's website and click on this, you're going to look at this and you're just it's going to just hit you. It's going to give your heart that jump start <laughs> that you'll go, oh, my goodness, this is incredible. Um, I looked at that and I just almost came unglued with happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was exciting because it it allows someone to have that tool, and it's a rapid tool to look at. It's it's it really gives you the imprint very quickly. It's very very special, and I'm telling you, when I saw that, I just knew we had to have you on the show because this is you know grabs somebody's hand. It leads them to an area that. It, they don't have to search years to do it. You've done all the the little nasty work. <laughs> you know, you've parted the waters here. And um, it, it's just so exciting to know that you've done this. Have you got any feedback with people that have gone through your uh, checklist? Oh, all the time. I think, I think what's exciting about um, learning how to feel it um is how this has shifted people from those who are have really emotionally suffered and have tried everything and and nothing has worked for them to people who are like you know I really didn't consider myself that emotional of a person but I knew that there was this area of my life where I just wasn't able to make the change uh and 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 be that full expression of myself. And so I gave this a try, kind of reluctantly, and they're blown away by not only how it changed that area that they had a, a, a vision towards, but how it also enhances all other areas of your life. Um, and and I think that's what's so exciting to see how it works for so many different people and. They are seeing that, um, you know, they 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 did this program. They they learned about feel to, you know, uh, get healthier. And the next thing they know, they're they've lost weight. They're eating better, and their relationship miraculously has also improved. Even though they their everything was pretty fine with their relationship to begin with, and um, because what you understand is that with feel, you're Emotions are always trying to shape you so that life becomes more fulfilling and life becomes more joyful. And this is what's so great about um, this new shift in consciousness towards our, our feelings, towards love, is that um, this is actually a great advantage for those who are emotionally sensitive because the more you are tuned into your emotion – the quicker you're going to pick up on the signal. And the quicker you pick up on the signal, um, the less the feeling has to grow and grow and get bigger and bigger to alarm you, to get your attention. So this is great news um, 
for people who've uh, considered them emotion themselves emotionally sensitive because you're going to be on it you're going to be picking up on your feelings like that and you'll be able to make changes like that you'll get it so quickly um that you don't have to stay in emotional pain that long and um and I think that's what's so fun about this is that you can just have moments where it just Boom! It comes in, and uh, all of you can you can witness how you would have responded, reacted, I should say, and then you respond differently because you have this understanding. So you can look back and say, "I would have responded this way a month ago, but I'm so proud of myself responding this the way I'm responding now." Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I have. I'm just assuming that this type of work would help creative people that like authors, painters, um when they have a block. I would oh, think yes. that have you worked with people that have had a block and and asked you to work with them? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh you know, I'm I'm probably my best client with that. But um you know what I tell people is whenever you um you have something that's within your heart that wants to be expressed. Um, your ego comes in simultaneously and kind of says, you know, are you sure? And it fills you with self-doubt or fills you with overwhelm. And so it's so important for people who are healers. I work with a lot of spiritual people, people who have been on a spiritual path for decades. And... I mean, have obviously, because of their spiritual connection, have created a fulfilling life, yet, um, you know, they've had one area that they just can't seem to to cre- create how the, their ideal. And, um, and this has been it for them. It's like this has been the missing piece because um, your emotions, when you return them to where they belong, which is by your side, there to lovingly guide you, and especially as women. Um, You know, the study of psychology began with the Greeks in early 16th century, and it was the study of the soul. And then, lo and behold, science comes in in the 18th century and makes it more about studying the mind and human behavior and takes the soul piece completely out of it. And um, along that time was a lot of shame for women especially who tended to be considered more emotional. And, um, you know, there was judgment placed on, on our feelings, especially negative feelings and um, and so this has a long history where even though in your rational mind you may be feeling like, oh, I feel pretty good about expressing myself, um, you got to go deeper because we, we, we hold centuries of this judgment um, on us. And it's, it's can you reclaim every single feeling and know that it is here to love you? and guide you and and one of my um you know shameful feelings was jealousy oh my gosh i had so much judgment when i felt jealous because it was like you know i've got a nice life why can't i just be more of a grateful person and so i'd really get down on myself for that and when you understand jealousy from love and empowerment what the shift that you're supposed to be that you're being guided to see is that you only feel jealous about those things that are a calling in your heart and what you're feeling jealous about you are given the model you are given the the um the path to see what that person held within their hearts and within their their essence to create what you want to create. And as soon as you let go of that fear, that lack that says, gosh, I wish I could have that, or they're so lucky, why don't I have what they have? That's all lack, victim stuff that's not going to get you anywhere. And instead, see the empowerment shifts happen within seconds. I mean, I had, I had that happen regarding... Um, somebody who I thought created a great product and something my small self said I would never be able to create. And I I saw this small self version. I went to the bathroom. I came back out. And 
recognized the empowered message and while I was in the bathroom. And when I came out of the bathroom, I had a new product idea. That's how powerful this is for creatives and for spiritual types and, and authors. It it you, When you take that energy that's coming through and you understand it, how it's here to serve you, it's like it, it busts through those um, limited um, blocks that our rational mind tries to keep us hiding behind. It's uh, another form of intuition, it sounds like. Oh, my goodness, yes. Our emotions are so tied into our intuition. It enhances our intuition. So the more you can um, understand them from from love, the more that your intuition is going to flow through. Absolutely. And and that's a part, um, again, which where I say for women this is, and for men. I mean, I've had men come up to me after I've spoken, and they've been so uh, relieved and um, comforted to know that, um, they're not a bad person because they feel anger. Because the um, when you feel anger, your small self is feeling disempowered. Your your small self is believing in that moment you don't have power, and that's where you lash out. That's where you say things that you that your higher self would never say, and you do destructive things. And so how people have understood in the personal development world is, you know, don't it's been like a big taboo, do not feel anger. You know, instead you should be more compassionate. But that's not the authentic energy coming through anger. Anger is a very revved up energy. And you, you when you use that from love, which and your and the loving guidance coming through is to remind you, honey, you are never without power. And you need to use your power from a loving stance to make changes in your life, to make changes in this circumstance, to make changes in the world. And that's when we become leaders. That's when we set healthy boundaries in our relationships and with our families so that we can have the intimacy and the love and the joy that we're looking for. And it's going to come through that revved up energy but not from a place of blame, not from a place of the ego where it's fear fear based, but from love. And when and I, I can't tell you how many men afterwards, you know, they're like, I'm this great. They don't call themselves a great spiritual guy, but I think they're great spiritual men. You know, they're I can tell they've been very just um, active in their own pursuits of personal development and and. Um, you know, spiritual connection, and they feel bad that they get angry sometimes, and they don't know what to do with it. And now they're like, now I know what to do with it. Now I see how this is serving me, and now I don't feel like a bad guy or that I'm hiding out or pretending to be a a good guy when deep down I felt like a bad guy because of this. So um, for men, this has been powerful. For women, I just feel like this is us. This is about us reclaiming a part of our greatest gifts and utilizing it as it's intended to, as it's supposed to serve us and support our intuition and our inner wisdom and so we can be that, um, um, I don't know, that, that feminine energy that that is that flows, that steps into the flow of life rather than has to push and get overwhelmed or filled with self-doubt so it, it's a it's a big shift and um and i i hope people recognize this and it's touching their hearts as it as it has for myself and and those that i've worked with well i know but that it's really so, a, go ahead just to say it's really excuse me a creative flow and energy and i was just thinking i wonder how do you have any stories about parents and teenagers uh, in doing these uh, formatting here? Oh, absolutely. I, I, and this is one of my biggest goals is that um, this really gets um, integrated into a, into the teenagers, I think, because that's where emotions really get stirred up and um, and 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 they feel, that's when they begin to feel overwhelmed and and confused. And so having this uh, mindset 
has been, you know, really helpful for parents with uh, families because their kids notice, first of all, the kids will notice and pick up on the changes within you. Um, when when you start applying this in your life, you're going you're not going to be in reaction mode with your kids. You're going to understand what what is setting off something that usually would have triggered um, the small self, and you're going to respond from it from an empowered place. And that completely changes the dynamics, especially for teenagers who are looking for to have more empowerment in their life. Uh, when you're not getting triggered by your small self or a disempowered state, that you're able to re- respond from empowerment, which also empowers others. And then your kids are going to uh, trust you and be able to um, understand how their emotions are also guiding them uh, on their path so that they don't have to feel tortured by them, so that they can understand um, the difference between the small version of themselves and the the self that they really um, that their heart is calling them to be. So I think I think it's it's just exciting to see this. It's it's been wonderful in teenage sons um, who uh, you know were struggling with academics to um, some teenage uh, young women who. Um, you know, we're just struggling with self-esteem, and when their parents begin to apply this, um, the, the shifts start happening. It's like, in a, you know, it's like one after the another, and they just build upon themselves. And um, it because what it's doing for all of us is um, is building our inner core strength. It's reminding us just to the truth of who we are, and the more we can live and act from that, the more our inner core strength is is developed. Well, it sounds like it, it helps in every aspect of our lives, uh, even yes. weight control. Yes. You know, weight control. It does. A lot of that's emotional, or probably most of it. Absolutely, absolutely. You just when you just want to treat yourself better, and you see the emotional triggers that are you're making you turn to that bucket of ice cream, and. Um, <laughs> And you know, and you know what? This is what I tell everyone. Sometimes you're still going to choose the bucket of ice cream. Sometimes you're still going to choose the disempowered self. I do, but I just—you don't stay there long, you know, because again, it just gets old and boring, and you see how it doesn't serve you. So this isn't in any way about perfectionism. You know, it's about hey, we're human beings. Sometimes that small self wins over, but the whole point is, is that it won't last for long. And um, and and so the more you become consciously aware, the more you are able to make conscious choices, and um, and that's the gift. That's and that's the pleasure, and that's the joy uh, of living when we can make these these choices, even though they challenge us, and um, and and yet feel how good they feel within ourselves. Now, after doing your work, after doing your work, do people uh, have you ever worked with dreams? No, I haven't. I I have very um, vivid dreams, but I haven't worked with others. Well, I guess they come up, but I I, I wouldn't say that's my specialty in any in any sense. I'm just I'm just thinking how this your work would you know interweave with dream work. So it was just because your dreams tell you sometimes tells you what you've been hiding deep inside, and then mm. working with and then working with what you're doing, I think that would be very powerful. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. When I think about it, you know, there have been people that have shared a powerful dream, you know, something that really revealed something emotionally and and will talk through it and and see what's um what's there with it. Um but I I like your idea of um of weaving that in and uh uh but I have not done that yet officially and and uh um but I think that's an exciting path to take with uh, with emotions as well. No, I, I also is um I, I just got a couple phone calls. First of all, we are talking with Michelle Versell and her name is spelled M I C H E L L E and the last name is B like boy E R S like Sam E L L. And it's Michelle dot com. 
Um, and her new book's there that you can pre-order because it's coming out soon. And it's called FEEL. <laughs> and it's an acronym for FEEL EVERY EMOTION AS LOVE. Um, and, you know, when I'm, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, wow, these negative emotions are actually getting you in touch more with your heart. And you can operate in a deeper level from your heart. And um, this is where we are, all are going so we don't get defensive and we can actually enjoy this wonderful way of experiencing our heart and um, being able to hook into other people's hearts as well. It's uh, I, it is so beautiful what you've done, Michelle. I just, um, you know, I, I I've had a couple men call now on the line, and they they wanted your name, and they're heading for the. <laughs> you know, it's just opening doors for people that that um, you know they never thought possible, and. Uh, Again, if they can, oh, yeah, if they can just hook into that checklist so they can see. It is so obvious when you go to that checklist. It's just an automatic connect. And uh, I want to let people know that. It's just, um, you know, not not getting, judging your feelings and everything, just being able to hook in and, and uh, use it as a, well, I guess, as a string to lead to where you're going, huh? I appreciate what you said, Taz, because that's really, um, that is my hope and dream for everybody, that when you recognize how loved you are in something that the negative mind and ego would twist and contort as bad about you or weak about you or somehow wrong about you, and you instead experience love, it's just like you are taking in another depth of how truly, truly loved you are and how how love emanates from you. And, um, like, that to me is the, the goal and the dream of all of this is that people, it's, I feel that how we understand our feelings in the emotional stone ages unconsciously creates self-hatred because of the judgments there. And um, I just, I, I hope people can see that what is really underneath that is so much love. That's what I'm always blown away with. Like when I experience sadness or anxiety and I can say, oh, my gosh, Thank you. Like, I, I so get how I'm being guided right now, and I'm so grateful for this guidance. You, it just takes you to another level of love that exists within you, and um, I hope everyone can experience that because it's so powerful. And it takes practice. This is not for people who want that instant quick fix. This is retraining ourselves from the ego and the small self. But it's so worth it. That's all I, that's all I can say. It's worth it. And I hope you are up to um, bringing this into your, your daily practice. Well, it will take a little time, but it definitely what I saw, Michelle, and what I want our listeners to know it's like um, it gave, it gives you, um, uh, it holds your hand to remind you, um, or it's like holding a string, and it allows you to go directly to that point, and then have the ability to be able to see what it is in a different way, and it, you, but you can. Hold the attention. I guess is what it is. It's holding your attention into that area, into yeah. to see what the connection is between the feeling and uh, the positive and the negative feeling. You know, and uh, sometimes we get so busy, it's hard to hold that that your attention long enough to be able to get there. And um, so what well, goes on I would. If you practice it, it would become a good habit after a while. I would think that you would naturally go there. Yeah. Look at our. 
Pardon me? Then it becomes then it becomes just more instantaneous, you know, and then it's like you're making shifts uh really quickly and and um so that's that's the encouragement part of the of the daily practice is that um is that you'll you'll experience shifts in 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 your life quicker just think you your book is going to be in, in the the gift selection for the academy awards and emmy awards and was that a shock to you i mean did you do <laughs> little flips when you heard that I sure did. It was a big shock, and um, and I really, I, I really credit um, to learning this. I, I believe this is a feminine approach to our emotions, um, and that's what I'm in my process of learning is continuing to bring feminine energy. And this is not to the exclusion of males. It's um, you know, it's the energy that that receives more that is able to hold um and keep things in balance and 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 so um and I believe uh, feeling our emotions and receiving them in this way through love is a part of that, but um you know, this whole um book launch uh, I I remember like the first day I wrote everything down. Okay, this is what I need to do, and it was like completely overwhelming. And I said, you know, I'm not going to do this. And I just really opened myself during this whole process to take it one step at a time, to be guided uh, through my feelings as to what needed my attention first, and to be able to receive. And um, you know, uh, that that was a big one. And uh, how this came about being on your show. I mean, it's just the the. I just think this whole um way opens ourselves up to uh the unexpected and um and so it's exciting. Yes, I've been thrilled and um and I, but I've been thrilled along the way just to feel that support and um and and for me that stems stems from uh feeling supported emotionally and um so it's it's been a it's been a nice shift. It's been nice to be able to enjoy the summer with my kids and uh get a book out this September. <laughs> wow. Did you have any big surprises when you were writing this book? I mean, I know it was kind of coming through you as though you weren't even writing it, but I mean, was there some big any big surprise when you wrote it that just like, "Whoa." That blew you away. Um, I'm always surprised by <laughs> the wisdom. I <laughs> I don't think I'm as wise as uh, the the book. I mean, the book kind of uh, it's uh, it's got some great insight, and I yeah, I mean, there's t- I, I I'm not kidding. When I experience a feeling, I go back to the book. I, I look at this. I'm like, okay, what do I need to remember about guilt, or what do I need to remember about um, apprehension? You know, whatever it is, and it's just like, bam! It 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 connects you to the heart. It, it just it 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 was like what Taz was saying, and you said that so well about it, it's a, a string there that pulls you back in to where you need to go to remind you of your truth. And uh, yeah, so I I I'm I'm thrilled with how the book turned out, and um, you know I appreciate you guys giving me credit. I don't I mean I, like I said I'm a good order taker, but. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I'm glad I listened and followed along and listened to my feelings, and I, I'll give myself credit for that, and, and that I actually wrote it. But the the words that came through um, are are fun still for me to read, and and still surprise me with the insight that um, that comes through. Well, if well, you get up at four o'clock in the morning, definitely uh, you got to continue doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You need to write another book. Not that this uh, isn't superior, but I'm telling you, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your new book is such an eye opener to support others to to the door of their heart. And I, I, you know, what? I just can't say enough. And your book will be on my shelf, and um, giving giving it away to gifts for others because I think I've never seen anything so great. And um, yeah, it's been really great having you with us today as well. Is there anything that we have neglected to say and that you really want to say um, to our listeners? Hmm. 
you know, I just I I hope wherever you're at um with your emotions that um uh I hope that through this conversation that you can see that um how much they are here to support you and um I think we've said it all. You you both have been wonderful and I you know, my hopes for everyone is that they can just um take this information and use it to um, support them on their path wherever you're at and uh, know that your emotions are on your side. Well, thank you for for helping us and helping everyone that reads your book and reads your kit that's on your website. There's going to be millions of people helped by this. So thank you. Thank you, Paula, and thank you, Taz. It's wonderful to share this time with you, and and thank you for your great questions that brought more of this information through. Well, have a great day. Have a great day. uh, Keep waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. We like to. (laughs) (laughs) And have fun with your emotions. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Blessing. What I say to everyone is to be fearless and choose love. So I will sign off with that. Oh, thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.